We are back. Football is back. Episode two of season three of the Morning Tilt. Sunday was fantastic. Um, I took the crown home from the Morning Tilt. Won a little bit of money. Hung out with some boys. Just a fantastic, fantastic Sunday. How are yours? Uh, it was a roller coaster of emotions. But um, it's a Wednesday today, and the only shitty part about my day today is that we still have four full days until Sunday. Correct. Which is just a nightmare. There's been better. Yeah. There's been better. Interestingly um, enough, this is one week where Sunday's not the uh, Sunday's not what not, I'm looking forward to right now. It's not. It definitely isn't something I'm looking forward to. Because I'm looking forward to right now. First of all, tomorrow is Yom Kippur. Saturday's college football. Not eating tomorrow. Are our, our listeners going to know what that is? I'm confused. We're not eating tomorrow. Okay. I'll tell you one thing right now. Gerard from Wisconsin... Doesn't know. Does not know what Yom Kippur is. No. Any DMs what I'm looking forward Timmy to. Timmy from Michigan. Timmy. Oh, Timmy no has no clue. clue. Timmy has no clue. What I'm looking forward to right now is waking up to my alarm at 4:41 a.m. Friday morning. And you want to know why? Because Cree and Cray are picking me up and going to Toronto Pearson International Airport because we're fucking going to Miami. <laughs> What drives me nuts is just another random weekend for like everybody else in the world. Like it's a random weekend in September. This isn't December break. No, this no, isn't no. New Year's. This isn't like summer holidays. We're just packing it up September seventeenth and going to Miami. It's a business trip. It's a total business trip. The morning tilt is heading to Miami, Florida. And my God, the itinerary that we have is da- it's it's dangerous. Like it's, it's not gonna safe be for incredible. Work. I feel bad for every single person on earth that's not one of us three. That they're not coming. It's a fair point. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, South Beach, Florida, the three of us. Two, Two football, football games. games. Two football games. Casino. Gina. Dinners. Beaches. Geeky. And then Geeky. just some other stuff that just... Everything else we're going to leave off the books. It's blacklisted. Yeah. It's um, not for the pod. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was, it's, it's very exciting. And this is our first, first business trip. This is our first vacation period, the three of us. So there have been requests from listeners to record. First of all, we'll be on live Insta, essentially, yeah. at the games. There'll be live picks, uh, live analysis. That th- The sports side of it will be there. Um, there have been requests from our listeners to have a players-only Miami edition of the Morning Tell. Now, what does that mean? Essentially, that means uh, we do uh, an hour of pure content, but live from Miami. What do you think? It's a fantastic idea. It's just impossible. It's just impossible. I'd rather like get a vasectomy at 26 than tell anybody what's going on this weekend. <laughs> um, I do like what you brought up, though, about the content. Viewers will be engaged with oh us. We'll God. have a lot of live stuff going on, a Tons. lot of videos, a lot of stories, but like, I'm just going to flip up my phone and be like, like Miami's on like the 10-yard line. Like, Corey, like, we're sweating our balls off here. Are they, is De'Ara King going to run it in here? Like, and you get live reactions from us. It's going to be amazing. Like, like We're just going to be together the whole trip. Just Insta-storing the whole trip. And if you're listening to this and you want the lock ticket, you're 55 minutes to an hour away. And I'll give you a hint. Hint, hint. There, there is a Miami team on that <laughs> ticket. Yeah. And hint, hint, <laughs> we'll be at both games. <laughs> <laughs> so just a quick hint, but stick around and we got a lot of picks coming. A lot of stuff to talk about. Um, what game stood out to you from last week? I can't believe we're starting with the games. Can we start at 11 a.m.? Okay, so yeah, Sunday? you wake up Sunday morning. I think it was the 12th. It was the day after 9-11. Yeah, so, so, never forget. So ju- just to be clear, I'll take a step back. Um, I was in the beautiful city of Ottawa. On Sunday already morning. Already sounds atrocious. What? Sunday morning at 7.45 Those two words don't go together. Sunday morning, 7.45 a.m. So you're t- nowhere t- near t- your television. T- take this in. Um, Saturday night, I'm sweating. I'd be having a panic attack. You don't, you don't understand. I'm having a panic attack listening. I woke up. I, I won't go into too much detail because you never know who's... Anyways. <laughs> um, Sunday morning at 8 a.m., I wake up in a cold sweat. I go, I, I got to get out of here. 
like I, I'm like literally need to like boogie the fuck out of the city immediately. Um, how far is Ottawa? It's four and a half hours. Don't tell me you watched football in Ottawa. No, no, no. I was, I walked in this door at like one o two p.m. Shitty part. I missed Rich Eisen. I met. I missed Locks of the Week. Bro, I missed you know Lone you- Wolf. I missed tunnels. Yeah, bro, you I missed, missed something tunnels. crazy, man. They did a league-wide 9/11 memorial anthem. Oh my god! I was shaking. Wait, all th- it was very well done. All th- all every game watched the same recording on the screen. It was the a games. woman. A woman was singing it in front of the World Trade Center, and in front of her dad's name that's implanted on like that World Trade Center wow. plaque, and it was just like stunning to watch. It pretty, was pretty, absolutely insane. Pretty crazy to think it's been 20 years. 20 like, years. Do you remember where you were, 9-11? No, I don't. I know. You were at Wilshire. Like, I can assume, like, like the phase one, of my life. Yeah, two. I just don't know, like, where I was. So, what's, what's absolutely <laughs> insane is I actually remember uh, I was in the library at Wilshire, grade 2, Toronto, Thornhill, and they locked down the school. There was a full lockdown. And in my head, I'm thinking, obviously now, not in grade 2, but how insane, like, could this event be that miles and miles and miles in a different country the school is going into lockdown like think about how insane that yeah, is. that's crazy there was so much uncertainty about what could have happened to any surrounding city or state well so. every, everybody forgets they went into the pentagon too right so you yeah. never know what you have to lock down like yeah it's also crazy vicinity, to think, like it's crazy to think it's an hour of flight away right yeah yeah it's another that's, another hour they're here yeah God forbid. Yeah, that's God forbid. Anyways. Absolutely uh, crazy, years, crazy, crazy. Event. Um, but let's move on to some positivity. Yeah. Sunday was like the greatest day of my year. Not anything related to success of picks. <laughs> <laughs> or, at, well, I mean, some things went well, but just watching the sport of football was just dazzling. 42 steps for me from 1 p.m. to really? 30. 42, yeah. It's um, a little high. Yeah, I took a poo. It was great. <laughs> it's a little high. Um. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah, like for me, it was it was it was like every Sunday the last since I graduated university, so like five six years. Um, I woke up just so happy. I think I opened my eyes at eight o'clock. Uh, I couldn't sleep just <laughs> thinking about it. Um, you get up, you shower, you go downstairs, say hi to your parents. You quickly say bye to your parents. Um, I have a tradition. You know, family owns a bakery. You run over there. You say hi to say hi to dad. You know, um, talk picks. You get a bunch of desserts to bring to where you're going to the game. You know, you want to mm-hmm. show up with something. Of course. So I went to I went to the house that we view at. I was there at 10 a.m. sharp. <laughs> Three hours. I was advance. waiting for you to say that. I was wondering if you're going to say that or not. I was going to call you out. Yeah, 10 a.m. sharp. I'm like out the door, <laughs> ready to go. Massive water, couple diet cokes, the desserts for later, computer, um, complete black sweatsuit, TMT. TMT hoodie, TMT course, hat. Obviously, um, you get settled in. People start flowing in. You know, every half hour, you get like the the quicker people show up, the more they watch football. You know, so yeah. like the people that show up at like twelve fifty eight, like right, you don't like even know. you just might as well not even come. You don't even know like, what's like on the screen. Like it's one oh seven. They're like, oh, I forgot to put in my bets. Yeah, like, like just shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, like shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, like I just blinked and it was twelve thirty. Like, so I was I was second after you. Yeah, Craig was obviously because I like I'd like to be there at ten. I just physically like will not let myself be there at ten. Just a joke. That's fair. Um, I have it, a disease though, so I'm I'm just you do have a disease. Yeah. I can't be alone for five seconds. I hate that guy though. I hate that guy. He shows up at like one o five, strolls in, in like a, in like a, something else, in like a jer- a jersey from like 05. He's wearing a Donovan McNabb jersey. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Turns like you just the, do not watch the Pats game. He goes, oh, is, uh, Brady's winning. He goes, all right. Okay. <laughs> so if I turned on a Pats game today and someone asked me if Brady's winning, I'd kick them out of wherever I am, or I'd leave. That is that is absolutely fine to do. I think it's it's more than acceptable. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's like it's like movies. Like at a certain point, you could talk about a movie openly, and like if you haven't seen it, like I'm sorry, I ruined the ending. The movie came out. Right. Years yeah. It ago. came out twenty years ago, and it's just a classic you haven't seen. Tom Brady's not on the Patriots. Get the right. fuck out. Yeah. Just get the fuck out of <laughs> here. What movie would you like? What like name me a movie like on the top of your head that you've heard that? I'm just saying that like if you haven't seen the ending of Breaking Bad, like. Fuck you. Like, right. like I'm going to talk about it openly. Great season. I'm going to talk about it openly. That was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, fair. Or like, uh, what's the one? Usual Suspects. Like, what's final, that, like final 90s? Ep- Gorgeous. Final episode of Breaking Bad is absolutely nuts with the... Uh, Bro, the whole series, man. The whole series is great. I don't even want to give a spoiler warning. I don't give a shit. I thought they ended it perfectly. Yeah, 100%. Um, but know. that being said, yeah, 12.30 came. You know, people are locking in tickets. Um, everyone's locking in tickets. And, you know, Sunday started. And I just felt... It felt like I never left. 
It, it really did. It felt like I never left. I was going to say that. It really, like, it, the wait is so long, but once you're there, it's like you felt like you, you were there, like, last week. Yeah. Like, it's 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 the same every year. It's just, it's, it's just so good. It never disappoints. Um, I had a great time. Um, like you said, I was there a little after you. Ordered some pizza, did our thing, set up, plugged in our bets, had a great time. Yeah. Carolina was a disgusting sweat, but pulled through. Um, so let's talk football. Yeah. Like, I was going to start there with the rookie quarterbacks. I thought I watched every second of Zach Wilson. Talk to First me. half, obviously shaky, growing pains, smothered by Carolina's defense. Second half, he came out and he looked like he belonged. Like, he totally, totally belonged. I can see him being a very, very good quarterback in this league. I think the Jets have their guy. I think the confidence around him is it just screams. And I, I was very, very impressed. Very impressed. I, I really like you say that because I watched that entire game too. And I'm going to go to the other side. Sam Darnold really impressed me. Uh the revenge game, the Robbie Anderson touch show made me happy for him. Um, it looks like he's kind of found a bit of a new home, and I think that Panthers team has a lot of potential. A lot of a potential. A lot of Defense potential. looked unbelievable. A lot of potential. I think, I think New Orleans is in tough this week with Carolina, but I think it'll be a good game. If anybody knows me and my football opinions, which I have tons of, but one that I a flag that I've been waving for three to four years now is I am the biggest Sam Darnold fan in Canada. Like, I, I genuinely believe I'm his biggest fan. Um, I w- I'm so happy to see him there. He just looks so... He looks... I mean, he's playing... played great. I feel like his life is just so much better not being on the Jets anymore. But on the flip side, yes, Zach Wilson. I mean, I think they just... I think it was just a marriage that... that a no good marriage. 50% of marriages, you get divorced. That was just... That was a divorce that just had to happen. Doesn't mean both people can't be happy. Darnold looks happy. And I think that... Like Craig said, I think the Jets found their guy. And to go even further than that, every rookie quarterback started or not... I think they're. I think everybody has a guy right now. And yes, like the odds of like one yep. of them busting, two of them busting, yeah. obviously. But I mean, right now it looks like you have five serviceable quarterbacks that went in the first round. Do you think he's one to you know like diminish chaos? Like I know a lot of young quarterbacks get drafted into a, like a chaotic franchise and they just like like the Darnold for example, who's yep. very prized like prospect, yep. gets smothered by the Jets organization. Do you think Zach Wilson can just like combat that? I think he's so talented that even though they may go two and fifteen. It is going to be painfully obvious to anybody who watches their games that this guy's talented and he's just in a dumpster fire. That being said, Adam Gase was a huge factor why I think Sam Darnold failed. Um, I think obviously the Jets. I'm not, I'm not. We're not talking playoffs. We're not talking 500. I think they're going to be a tough out come second half of the season because I think they're going to start putting it together. I think Zach Wilson's going to show some crazy, crazy talent. I, I'm not saying they're going to win games, but I think they're going to be a tough out for a lot of teams like a survivor type sour week right like they're they're right, nine right. and a half point dogs and they just show up yeah right for sure this is not the type of team like last year the jets where you just knew they were losing from what i saw this jets team is going to be competitive who that's how that, i put it who is that team after we i mean it's hard to say after we just one, the atrocious dumpster yeah. fire it's team not this houston year. i'll tell you that for sure it doesn't look like it's houston because i watch that jags game jags suck houston did not look can i be completely bad. honest I, I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say houston can i be completely honest could be it right could now be. like if you were to judge every single game who was the worst performing team, it was the New York Giants. Yeah. The New York Giants were the worst team on the field on Sunday by a far mile, and I will not be shocked. Washington's a three-point favorite this year. I will not be shocked if at least 60% of pools have Washington. Neither with would Tyler, I. With Taylor Heineke. Neither would I. Yeah. Um, but back to your question, yes, Houston looked decent. I have no faith in that team at all. Like, at all. Like, for, first get new quarterback, new coach in Jacksonville who is who they played. I don't see Houston competing with anybody. I don't see Jacksonville competing with anybody. Yeah. I don't see the Giants competing with anybody. I don't see the Lions competing with anybody, even though, yes, they, the comeback was crazy and all that. It was bullshit. The game was over. I never really had a doubt that game wasn't over. Um, yeah, sour backdoor cover. Sorry for everybody who had the minus eight and a half. But, yeah, like, maybe these teams are, like, fake competitive in quotes, but, like, these teams aren't winning more than three I games. I don't think any of the teams I just named are winning more, more than, than three, three games, but like I, I, I get, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I get what you're saying. It's not going to be Houston's one of those, those teams. Like that's a matchup Houston Jacksonville where they can win that game. Yeah, you're not expecting Houston to walk into Cleveland this weekend. No, that like game. they'll yeah. get stomped this week. They'll get stomped Cleveland. on. I'll 100%. go. The, I'll, I'll just put it. If you're betting against those four or five teams, you're looking good. Probably, yeah. You're looking good. What else stood out? Um, so I'm going to stay on the quarterback tracker, and um, I think I found my new favorite guy to watch on TV. I, you guys know I've loved Aaron Rodgers. I'm all over the, the Mahomes train. I think he's so fun. Kyler Murray is legitimately incredible at football. Calamari. Calamari. He, he had 300 yards passing and four touchdowns. That like It just amazes me how much he's developing. 
He didn't. I don't think he did that once last year without at least running for 60, 70 scramble yards and a touchdown. He only had five rushes for 20 yards. He scored a touchdown, but that's just so unlike him. He looked incredible in the pocket. Incredible rolling out of the pocket. Like, he just looks so good. And my God, if he can play like that, Arizona's going to be scary. I'm telling you. I, I think Colin Coward said it today. Um, they're going to be the... They are going to be the greatest last place team in their division in the history of the NFL. Because I do think they're coming in fourth place in that division. And they could be fourth place with like nine wins. Mm-hmm. I know week one's all about overreactions. Of course. We saw Kyler Murray in pregame and we were stunned. He looked incredible. The, like, the muscle mass, like yeah. all he gained, he looked great. And in, in the, in the, his game proved it. I know week one's overreaction, like I said. I don't think Arizona's finishing last in that division. I really don't. Did you see Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt? So yeah. who do you have? It's got to be them or Sam Did you Fran. see Chandler Jones and AJ and J.J. Watt? Chandler Jones, was the, I think it was the best performance I've seen in like 10 fucking years. I'm I think it's the best me. individual performance ever. I'm, on I'm not even fucking kidding. Five sacks and two forced fumbles. pace for, for 84, 60, 84 like, sacks. <laughs> 84 sacks. That's literally like the best defensive lineman's career. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean. So great. like if you have that defense performing with Kyler Hopkins, Kirk was fucking lighting it up. Sorry, Edmonds, Connor. Yeah, what's his over under on sacks right now? Like 72 and a half? Do you guys remember when Matthew scored four goals <laughs> yeah. in game one? And every Leafs homer was like, Matthews is on pace for 238 goals. Those people should be shot. <laughs> um, I think Seattle finishes last in that division. Really? Yeah, I was not, After what you saw from the offense? I was not impressed. Really? I can't watch Seattle and wow. I can't watch Pete Carroll run the ball 22 times when you have Wilson, Metcalf, and Lockett. Wow. I can't do it. I can't do it. San Fran was impressive. They let like their foot off the gas, which is fine because they're up 40 points. Um, and the Rams just look Super Bowl favorites, I thought. Um, I think Seattle's finishing last in that division. I think Arizona's much better than them. Good stuff. Um, I could talk about I, I just, I guess, two games that really stood out to me. Obviously, the first one's going to be the Saints game. A lot of question marks coming in, obviously, with Jameis starting. Holy shit. Five touchdowns. And what impressed me more... 48 yards. What impre- 150 yards. But what impressed me more than the touchdowns and the yards, no turnovers for Jameis Winston. Yeah unfreaking believable mm-hmm. the defense which is banged up by the way they're getting back a lot of guys in the next couple of weeks absolutely just shut Aaron Rodgers down to the point where they were the lowest scoring team in week one um, I was just so happy to see Jameis obviously he's not throwing five touchdowns a game but he definitely looks like a starting quarterback right now and it's really exciting so that was one game that really I mean shocked me which is crazy for me to say I was shocked the Saints did well but I was shocked. I was a little sad to see Marquez Callaway only had two targets. You know what? He had two targets but the way the game was going, Juwan Johnson was just an animal at tight end in his first career start. Uh, two touchdowns for him. I had no idea how long this guy was. He's massive. And Deontay Harris was just so open on that bomb. I feel like they weren't really throwing the ball anymore at a certain point in the game because Kamara was just tearing it up and they were just in full control. So that's where I want to take over because I Jameis was great, but I think the game script was just so perfect for him. I want to see him in a game where he's playing. It doesn't even have to be a good team. Uh, just a tight game. Yep. Are you going to make that time throw? Are you going to make that clutch throw? Are you going to throw a pick at that third and five? Yep. So, yeah, he played great. Not going to take anything away from him, but I think the game script just was so, yeah. so perfect for him. Yeah, like and he started a few drives on like the 25-30 in the opposing zone. Like, like if I, you're up 17-0, yeah. you don't why need I'm to not, do anything crazy. And that's why I'm not going completely apeshit right now because like if, if, if this was like a, a shootout and Jameis just came through, I'd be going nuts. But at the end of the day, yes, the defense was just on fire. Green Bay looked atrocious, but at least it was it was hell of a start. Hell of a start, hell of a game one. Yeah, yeah. The second game, and probably the most game that stood out to me because I am just so long on this, and I think I talked about it for half the podcast last week, was the Rams, and more specifically Matthew Stafford, who did exactly what I thought he was going to do. Like, down to the the type of plays they were doing. Just two touchdowns over 50 yards. They had, I think they had zero last year. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Oh, no, I think they had a couple last year. They had two in week one. Yeah. The defense is clearly the best defense in football. Chicago pretended to be competitive. Yeah. They threw under... They threw... They threw Every ball they threw was less than five yards. And yeah, yeah, David Montgomery had a good game. This Rams team, to me, is the far and away favorite with Tampa to win the NFC. Like, I don't even think there's another team that's close right now. And I think Stafford is has to be a top three candidate for MVP. Obviously it's one week, but like he looks this looks like something like really special. Yeah. Um I I agree. I, I don't think it's I don't think anybody's ready to count Green Bay out. Like, I think you, you got to give them a few weeks just to get going, get over what happened in the offseason. I just um, don't think they're there. 
I agree with you, Max. I think it's far, far and away. Me too. I would be shocked if it's not Rams, Bucks, NFC Championship. Unless they like can't play each other. Like, Again, unless I hate they have to play each other right. earlier. Yeah, right. Right. Too early. I'd too hate early to overreact. That's what I'm stuff. saying. I'd hate to overreact. Way too early. Let's relax. You just gotta it's look at the. Two. You just gotta look at the like the teams as a whole. If you go through the divisions, every division's garbage except, you know, the yeah. Tampa division winner and the Rams. And maybe, you know, who knows what the Niners can do. I cannot right. get over the fact that they have the two best players on the defensive side of the ball, a top five coach in the league, and now they have Matthew Stafford, who's going to be a legitimate MVP candidate this year. I can't get over it. Yeah, I've never been impressed with such a performance like that in a long time. And the light blue and yellow jerseys he are... He looks so good. Oh, they're gorgeous. He looks like... Uh, for, all, for anybody who's seen Lord of the Rings, random comparison here... Gandalf the Grey, like old, disheveled, looks kind of homeless. That was like Matthew Stafford in Detroit, reborn as Gandalf the White. This guy just looks like the Messiah in L.A. <laughs> like he looks like he's about to save the city. He looks so damn good on this team. I think I think all these receivers are going to have huge years. The Van Jefferson touchdown was sick. He was a rookie last year. Um, I just think I think the Rams are winning. Like I think they're going to be favored every single game this year, unless they play Tampa, which I'm not sure. Yeah. It doesn't shock me. Uh, quick rapid fire. A couple more things that stood out to me this week um, that must be talked about. Jalen Hurts is the real deal. Uh, the Cowboys offense looked incredible. I was incredibly impressed with what I saw on Thursday night from the Cowboys. I think that's going to be the favorite in the NFCs right now. Um, I don't even think we need to go into depth about the Packers because we all know that it was a, a bump in the road. Weird game. Really weird game. I think they're going to slaughter the Lions on Monday night, but that's just me. Um Again, something that we'll, we're all going to keep our eye on. Um, I won't spend too much time on the Steelers because what I know we'll get into it eventually. Um, if anybody can look at me in the face and tell me this isn't a top three to five defense, <laughs> they're, they're just – I don't even know what sport they're watching at this point. Um, this team is on defense just – I think they're number two right now, honestly. They're just so good. Ben looks like he needs to retire, obviously. You you put a serviceable quarterback in that offense, you're an immediate Super Bowl contender. I don't, you can't deny it. That's just objectively. I'm just saying. But they, they don't have it. They don't have it. No, they don't have it. So um, like at the end of the day, and again, I'm not just doing this to like start shit with you, they'll, which they'll I, do, I do love starting shit with you. Defense is incredible. Fine, you're right. This team is going to struggle significantly if be, if, if Ben's their quarterback. If they're not going anywhere. If he's playing like that, yeah, he lo- <laughs> he looked. They like are not going anywhere with yeah. Big Ben as their quarterback. He's I mean, a total like, corpse. I, don't, I don't think they're oh, making the playoffs. Tor- oh. I don't think they're making the playoffs with Big Ben as their quarterback. I, don't know I, if I mean, they can it. either. But, Especially uh, in the AFC, which is fucking loaded. But I believe in the defense, and I believe defense will will lead the team to success if they stay healthy. Anyways, they're a tough out. I'll give you that. They're going to be a tough out with that defense. Yeah. Especially um, against younger quarterbacks. It's only. Uh, before we move on, because we have so much to talk about about this coming week, we need to talk about Monday Night Football. Oh my god. I think that was the craziest football game I've watched since Andrew Luck stormed back from 32 down against Kansas City's Alex Smith in the wild card game. That was like maybe seven years ago. It was a long time ago. Six, seven years ago. That stands out to me as one of the best games ever. The second best game was the Rams uh, Mahomes Monday Night Football game. 53-51. Yeah. 105-103. Something crazy. That <laughs> yeah. was the craziest game I've ever seen. But for all the wrong reasons, Monday Night Football was one of the craziest games I've ever seen. Not because it was good football. It was just nuts. Like, the back and forth was nuts. Pandemonium. What, what stood out to you? One thing that I'll say for, that I took away from that game that I think needs to become a consensus in the league, if there's a walk-off type play, like there was in overtime when they called it a touchdown, if it's close, you have to call it no touchdown on the field. You can't let the team celebrate like that and have the band on the field. It, 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 it makes no sense. I agree. You have to. The play has to be reviewed. Or called not a touchdown and then reviewed. That was just it, it sucks and it sucks the life out of Vegas. They literally threw a pick the next play, two plays later. It sucks the life out of that team. I mean, they somehow pulled off a win, which still blows my mind. That game was just crazy. My take, great game. Watched every second. I think both these teams stink. And I love Baltimore. Did you say Baltimore stinks? I think they stink. Thank I think God. Lamar was was really put in an uncomfortable place where he had to make some tough throws, couldn't. This is year three now. Still can't make the tough throws. He can like scramble out of the pocket, as we all know, but can't make the tough throws. I think if Carr is targeting Waller, I think he targeted 24 times. You cannot win a football game like that. How one-dimensional can you be? Well, obviously, they won the football game, but they got lucky with the fumble in overtime. You cannot win a football game like that. You have to be balanced. Your defense is still you know, a little weary. I like Max Crosby. He's Crosby's great. A, oh, he's and he's a animal. character, too. He like, gets the crowd going. He's awesome. Carr's good. Not sure what I think of Gruden, but if you're going to be one-dimensional like that, and Jacobs is just 
injured, it seemed like. He changed his shoes four or five times. I don't know. I don't think any of these teams are going anywhere, especially in like like Rafa said in a loaded AFC. But yeah, bottom line, entertaining game. Good at Monday Night Football game. Yeah, I mean, did you guys watch the Peyton and Eli broadcast? Is I didn't. That, no, that was the best part of Monday. I was just unbelievable. heard good things. Yeah, and then they they tuned in Russell Wilson in the fourth quarter, and they were just like analyzing defenses, plays, routes, performances. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um. But Peyton said it best. He said it's irrelevant that that touchdown uh, didn't count. If they can't punch it in on four downs from the one, they do not deserve to win the game. And they didn't. I hate that take. I think I hate that take. Why? Like, how do you not get the ball in from the one? You have four downs from the one. It happens all the fucking time. It just happens so often. I guess, but, like, I'm not not kidding you. Like, I'm confident that if I was the running back behind an NFL offensive line, I'd have a over 50% shot of, of... of doing that like it's legitimately one foot away i'd put a million dollars you can't like a million dollars i I genuinely put a million dollars you can't i would not i would not put a million dollars on it i think you can do it i think i can do it fucking way behind an nfl offensive line i think you can do it vegas has offensive line sure if Derek carr handed me the ball josh jacobs can't do it but you can no no he didn't run the ball i'm just i'm just saying in general if they ran the ball four times yeah you should, if you're on the one and you're not running it four times, you should be fired. Yeah, 100%. you should be fired. Like I get it. If you go back to the, five, I don't care sure, if you have a four foot five running back. 100%. You should be fired. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying it, I don't. I don't think it's like oh, you can't get it in on four downs. You shouldn't win the game. Like not. Nah, I, I just don't agree with that statement. Well, he's a two. two you see goal. Super Bowl you see goal line stops. You're telling me Peyton favorite. Manning's never been stopped on the fucking goal line? It happens all the time. We see it all the time. We see it all the time. Obviously, like. I'm not saying it's yeah. You're supposed to get it in. You'd pay a million bucks to see Cree Rob just rumble and bumble and black and <laughs> black and. You'd be rumbling and bumbling to the injury tent. <laughs> I'd be in the ICU after first down, bro. Oh my god! But I would honestly, I'd be so happy for you if you were put checked into a game on the goal line to win a game in overtime. For Rudy, you. Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, Rudy, literally Rudy, Cree um, Rob. <laughs> oh my god! I couldn't imagine just getting popped. That'd be insane. That'd be really funny. Um, week one was great. Let's close up week one. Good recaps. Um, touched on some games we liked. Some crazy, crazy, entertaining games. I want to defend my record. Okay, go for it. So let's just because take I a, got a lot of is there, is, there some, is there anything you can say? Whoever there didn't is. look at the Instagram. And mine was bad, too. Max wasn't out. Two and three is not bad. I'm just going to say I was four and one, which was fantastic. Well done, Crayfish. I, I, hats off to Crayfish. Hats off to week. Crayfish. MVP of And Corey, one and four if you want to defend yourself. And you're looking at your phone as if you have a script. And again, no, not, no, to, no. not to talk shit, not to talk shit, but one and four with the only lock on the lock ticket. Yes, the lock ticket, which is which is worse than one and four. So let me walk through it, because I'm 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 just like, I'm disgusted from my performance. So I went one and four, one and four. It's black and white, whatever. I know what you're gonna do right now, and I can't listen to it. I think I know what you're gonna do. Can I? Can I guess? I went one, you can guess. You're going to go through the games. Of course. You're going to say Kansas City didn't cover by one point. It's you're going to oh, say... He has a whole breakdown. You're going to say the, the over missed by oh, half you nailed a point. It. You nailed it. Yeah, you nailed it. And I'm just going to say, that's the bookmaker's job. Yeah. Because that's, listen, they're that's good at their, their job. job. That is their job. They're yeah, good yeah. at their job. I, I'm not coming on here and saying it's bullshit that I went one and four. I'm saying I went one and four, and I accept it. But I want to gain confidence in the people who are trusting my picks. The mindset... And the, the mentality was, was there. It's not like I picked Kansas City minus six and they lost by 20, like the Jags. Sort of throw a little stab, but <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. We took the Steelers. They covered. We took Chiefs buddy, minus six. Buddy, they won by five. The red X is the same. We, we took the Ravens minus four and a half. They, they were up three with two, a second left. Like We took the Vikings. They fumbled the ball in the 40 for the win. Cardinals was 50 and a half. Total was 51. I'm not saying I, I, I did well. I'm just saying the mindset was there, and it gives me a lot of confidence and momentum. Into Mindset's two. there. Let's go. You, you know, know you know better than anybody though. The three of us sitting here, it's, a, it's we've irrelevant. been through so much football that a lose by twenty is the same as a lose by one. Hundred percent. And we've seen it so so much. We we say, oh, what if he doesn't fumble? You know, what if you know the starting quarterback doesn't get hurt? What if this? Ha- it just happens, man. It's crazy. I'm eating it on the it, chin. It happens, man. It was a it's bad so week. Fucked. But could have been, and it's gonna happen to all of us. You got lucky getting it out of week one. Yeah, you like, know what's so you know? exciting about season three of the Morning Tilt? 
that we said there's no talk we can't talk about last year's records so i don't have to hear Corey every time i make a bat every time i go at him oh look at the record look at the record Corey, look at the record <laughs> look at the record buddy lock ticket no over the rainbow no one and four it's early it feels good to be ahead i'm not gonna lie and i plan on staying there i will say though we all survived Survivor. Survivor, let's bro, go. That is all survived. The morning tilt survived. And that's coming from a guy who's gotten out week one many years. <laughs> like many years I've been out week one. It felt good. So I think we had Rams survived, Niners survived, and Carolina survived. I Those also had a Tampa. And a Tampa. Which was a sweat. Survived. No real upsets except for the doorknob who took the Bills and the doorknob who took. There's Minnesota. A, I had some Minnesotas in some pools. Some Minnesotas. Um, some people had Ravens. A lot of people had KC, and that was a sweat. K- Who would ever take KC? If you're going to use the best team in the league, you're going to take them against Cleveland. Yeah, it's stupid. Like take them at home against like like, like, like the Jags in like three weeks. Like anybody else. <laughs> yeah, anybody else. That's a brutal week to take them. I felt that way about Tampa, but I'm like, I'm taking Tom Brady opening night. I don't care. He's just not losing opening. And that night. pool's like 25 bucks, so I really don't care. <laughs> but yeah, Survivor, we made it. Feels good. Yep. And you know what the best part about football is? Turn the page to the next oh my week. God. Turn the page. Full slate of games on Sunday. You know, you know what the best part about <laughs> week two is? We're going to a game. <laughs> we're watching abroad. We're turning the page. We're going to a game. We're going abroad, like you said. But before we do, the Giants are visiting Washington Thursday night football. What's the what's the little gist here? Um, I think it's a three and a half spread for Washington. Totals forty, which is just depressing. Do you guys remember how good Taylor Heineke looked in the playoffs last I'm obs- year? I'm obsessed with Heineke. He, he looked amazing. And he wears number four, so I just love him. <laughs> if I come out and said this is the Giants Super Bowl, is that too much to ask? They, they need to win this game, undoubtedly. If they don't win this game, they're in deep, deep if trouble. They, if, I'm going to say it right now. Are they at home? They're not at home. If Daniel Jones has another turnover on primetime football. Specifically a fumble. Specifically a fumble. <laughs> no, it has to be a fumble. Like yeah. if it has a pick, like it's yeah, off the yeah. receiver's hands. Whatever. It's the fumble. If he has a let's let's put it this way. If he has a turnover that's on him, one million percent. I don't know if I can like show face for like a week or two weeks, because <laughs> it is so hard watching your team and the same guy just continues to fuck you in the ass, and you have to continue to back him up just because he's your quarterback. Can I intervene for one sec? Um, let's go back four episodes. Where we were sitting on this couch. This is, I'm, I'm just being honest. And we're going around the circle, and you both were gushing to me over the New York Football Giants. They're for sure winning 11 games. This is their year to win the division. Daniel Jones is the real deal. Saquon's back. This is what you were both saying. Now, and there's still time to, now, now, to prove that. Now, I'm not saying it was a bad take. I, I, I don't hate it, but I'm going to give you the option. Do you, how do you feel about that now? Do you feel like you still believe it? Do you feel like it's dead? Well, like we can't we can't take last week's Saquon performance re- like as a real performance evaluation because he's coming off a year injury. He, they eased him in. They had a lot of Devonte Booker in the game. We'll see how he looks this week. I don't know. The division's still shit. Like Dallas is okay. They can't run the ball. Their defense stinks. Philly, yeah, they look good. Washington lost their quarterback for a month. Who knows what's going on there? That's why this week's so important. I still do like the coaching staff on New York. Jason Garrett is questionable at offensive coordinator. But again, they're so lucky that the division's garbage, and they're so lucky that, okay, you had a horrible defensive performance in week one compared to what you looked like last year. Let's change it up. Let's fix it up a little bit for week two. Let's see how we look. If Daniel Jones, again, can come out of a clean, clean game for one time in his life, who knows? Like, what are we talking about next week if he throws an 80-yard bomb to Gall- to Kenny Galladay and then Saquon scores a touchdown and... And they look good, and they win 27-14, and, you know, it's a different, you know, we turn yeah. the page. 100%. I, I, I don't think it's dead, but Rafa? I'm going to indirectly answer your question. I'm genuinely nervous the Giants score single-digit points on Thursday night. Like, I'm genuinely <laughs> concerned that they do not get into the double-digit points. That doesn't mean I'm giving up on the bet, because I'm not, because I'm not a quitter. Quitting's for losers. But that being said... I'm really nervous. The I think Washington's defense points. is the most overrated thing of all time. It's more. It's mostly the D line. Like you have Sweat and Chase Young coming at you. Like that's terrifying. That's terrifying for like the number one fumbling quarterback in the league. Yeah, which I'm not sure is true or not, but it feels like it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be scary. And I, I am a Heineke fan. I think Washington has some underrated weapons on offense with Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, and Antonio Gibson in the backfield. 
that's a scary trio. Like very like I, I mean I don't think Yo- Logan Thomas is long. I don't think Logan Thomas is young. But that being said, <laughs> newcomers to the league. Um, I'm I was little, like trying to put together what I, you were trying I, to say. I really like spat that one out. Logan Thomas is not young. I think he was a quarterback converted tight end. But that being said, they have some scary weapons. I think it's gonna. It could, this has danger written all over it. I'm gonna go with Washington in that game. Corey. Yeah, I'm taking the under. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think it's the safest bet on the board. I, I don't. I don't. I don't trust either of these teams yet. I, I've never really gotten on the Washington bandwagon. There was a lot of hype. I, I haven't gotten on that bandwagon yet. I, I just they're unproven to me. Um, yeah, defense is solid, but the Giants are also disappointing. They look so good in the blue. I think they're coming out strong. They, I was like, I was excited for a week. They just disappointed. Um, but honestly, if you ask me, I think it's a fade. Like, oh, me, it's a total fade. It's I a agree. Total fade. Like, I agree. Turn it on. You enjoy football and you sweat fantasy. That's that Hard. to me is Thursday night. I, I think the hardest thing, the hardest bet in sports is two bad teams playing each other. I think it's the hardest bet in sports because you have no idea what you're getting. Yep. I.e. my Jacksonville pick last week against Houston. Yeah. It's just, I'm I'm just staying away from bad games. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, Corey, you brought up fantasy. Any crazy matchups you like this week? Um, Well, let's just reflect on last week really quickly. Um, I'm really happy about how last week went. I said, take Devontae Smith. People chirped. Came out with a touchdown. Phenomenal week one. So let's ride that again. Let's go back to our, our fantasy plays of the week. Um, a couple of people that I like. Unfortunately, I think Jameis Winston comes back to life. Okay. I think this week he'll put up. You say unfortunately? Unfortunately. No, like. Oh, he comes back to reality. Come back to, yeah, come back I to un- reality. Understood. Understood. Come back to life. Like he'll throw maybe a pick or two. Yeah, I don't back think to life I, sounds like, like a good thing. No, I, I don't think he's going to be as, as amazing as he was. Um. But my play of the week is Mike Williams. Again, 14 targets in week one. He looks like he's just going to get consistent targets as that WR2. Herbert's going to throw the ball 50 times a game. Cowboys are going to put up points. Will force Herbert to throw a lot. Go to Mike Williams against an average to to lower half secondary in Dallas. Great play. Start him because he will be a fringe guy in a lot of your teams. I like it. I have one... One is a guy that is a high draft pick, but one that I think can, you know, have a crazy output this week. We saw what Waller did to Baltimore's defense last week. Travis Kelsey's playing Baltimore's defense this week. I think he's going to have an absolute field day. Um, and then another player that I like that's not really on a lot of people's radars, but has a great match and had a great week one and could be a lot of people's bench, could be WR3, is Jamar Chase. Yeah. Jamar Chase is slowly coming to that WR1 status for Cincinnati. He, I forget who they played last week, Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, he had a great game, and we saw what Matthew Stafford and Van Jefferson and Cooper Cup and Robert Woods did to Chicago's D last week. Mm-hmm. So I expect big things from Jamar Chase. Yeah, that's a great pick. I'll do um, something similar to Craig. I'll yep. take I'll take like some mainstreamers and then a little bit of a deep cut. Um, I'm going to probably say this every week on the podcast, but I'm starting anybody in the Rams offense every week pretty much but this week against indy especially i have no i don't love their secondary yes i think they're strong their their front seven strong i think stafford with these weapons they're just going to tear up indy's defense um in the secondary so running backs not so sure if you have stafford robert woods higby cup i'm starting all these guys um somebody a little bit deeper that i really like this week who actually got a lot of targets in week one i think he's going to be mac jones's favorite receiver this year and they're going up against the jets defense which is not super impressive I personally am starting Jacoby Myers, and I think if you have a spot in your flex that you can kind of, you know, shake things up a little bit this week, I would start Jacoby Myers against the New York Jets this week. I think he emerges as his number one receiver. So that's where I'm going. Good with stuff. My fantasy starts. Good stuff. Fantasy football is just so much fun. It's so much fun. It's so depressing, but it's so fun. I had a horror story last week already out of the gate. Yeah, I you showed did. you Max. Week one, like I just. If we play standard league, so 120 points is a lot of points in standard. Tons. I have like 118 points. Guy I'm playing has like 104. I have Baltimore's defense. He has Waller. I'm up like four points. Last two minutes of the game. Waller scores a touchdown. I'm like, oh, fuck. Again, I have Baltimore's D. I'm down like a point and a half. They get an interception in overtime. I'm like, wow. Mm. I'm going to win the matchup. I'm going to sweat it out. (laughs) Next play, Lamar Jackson fumbles in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, Oakland's getting the ball back. Or Vegas getting the ball back. Who's Derek Carr going to target for the 45th time this matchup? Waller. Yeah. 
just a nightmare start. Um, but we live and learn, and we turn the fucking page. Oh, that's all. This I think season three is going to be all about turning the page. Season painting, one was painting a picture. Painting pictures. We're not leaving it in the past necessarily. We gotta change the, the insta bio. I really think we're just gonna keep turning the page this season. We're gonna turn it eighteen times in the regular season, like it. and we will continue to turn it into the playoffs. We almost have like a full length novel by the end of the season. Love it. <laughs> it's exciting. It's really, really <laughs> I exciting. I love that. We're turning the page. Let's turn the page and let's talk about some picks. Holy shit! So here's what we're gonna do. That gets me insanely horny. Yeah. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> Going around the clock. We're each going to give a survivor pick, our pick of the week, and your favorite segment. Somewhere over the rainbow. For any new listeners, we're taking one over. But if you're new and you don't know this, then just get the fuck off the podcast. One over, one lock, four picks, and you'll hear the lock ticket. And a survivor. Let's start with survivor. Okay. Wow. Poppy. I'm playing it safe this week. I'm playing it safe. I'm going with the defending Super Bowl champions, 12.5-point favorites. I believe they're playing at home against the Atlanta Falcons, who scored six points against the absolutely abysmal Eagles. I think, although Tampa did win last week, I wasn't. I, I didn't think they played their best game. By any means, do I, I don't think they played their best game. I think Ronald Jones' fumble was disgusting. I think Leonard, Leonard Fournette, who basically threw the interception himself, he handed it to the defense. I think they're going to play a cleaner football game. I think Matt Ryan is going to struggle mightily against Tampa's defense with their injuries at corner. I don't care. Their front seven is disgusting. I like Tampa minus 12 and a half. Um, obviously, I like some other games too, but Tampa's my main survivor pick in my bigger pools. Nice. Love Great that. Fish. Yeah. I was going to clarify with you because I don't remember what pool you took Tampa in and you mentioned Yeah, that's it my small pool. Okay. My, my, I'm always going to give my biggest pool who I'm taking, and this week it's Tampa. Week one, Got I had it. Carolina. Week one, I had the Rams. This week, I'm taking Tampa. I'm going to go your road as well. Not with Tampa, just with a safer play. In the survivor pool last week, I had Carolina. A little bit of too much of a sweat for me. We made it out alive and covered the spread. Um, I'm going to take the Browns this week um, off a loss, off a hard loss. They were up like 12 or 14 against the Chiefs. Just didn't pull it out. They come back home. And they're just playing an atrocious football team in Houston. Like, yeah, Houston looked good. But Tyrod Taylor is not walking in to Cleveland against Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney and putting up more than 12 points. I love Cleveland this week. Um, I'm expecting big things. I'm expecting a huge, huge um, win. I think they're 13-point favorites. I wouldn't be shocked if they won by, like, 17, 18 points. I like it. I like that one, too. I like both as well. Uh, I'm going a different route. I'm going to Monday Night Football, and I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. Now, let me just make it very clear. Um, We just picked the three favorites of the week. That's not homer picks. That's not a bad strategy. I think the bad strategy is trying to get creative early in the first three, four weeks of Survivor. Yep. Don't try and recreate the wheel. Don't try and have a homer. Don't don't try and have a, a, a hero pick. If we went to our Survivor League, the... The, the, the 10 guys who made that homer pick are all out. Go with the people. Go with the team who you think is confident. Let me give you a stat. Aaron Rodgers is 6-0 and after a loss under Matt LaFleur. I do believe it was a stinker. I am a little concerned about what's happening internally, but I do not see a world where Aaron Rodgers loses on Monday Night Football to the fucking Detroit Lions on Monday Night Football at Lambeau Field. Fully healthy. I like it. Take the Packers. It's a divisional game, which I like to dodge typically, but that's the best play on the board today. Other than the Browns, I really like the Browns as well. Tampa's good too, but oh, I don't know why their secondary just scares me a bit. I just what I saw, I watched a lot of that Matt Ryan game. It was my over the rainbow pick last week. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed, and I think Tampa has a lot more to show than what they showed, and they won the game. So I'm going to stick with Tampa, but I understand – there might be better games, I guess, but I'm going Tampa. So start us off over the rainbow. Who do you like this week? Tell us the over and tell us why. I am going with, which kind of a weird pick, but I'm going. When with I saw Pittsburgh. you write this in the document, I know, I know. I was like, I need to hear your rationale. I know it's gonna be. You guys are gonna be. It's gonna be weird. Pittsburgh versus Vegas. Pittsburgh in Vegas. Vegas the in over. Pittsburgh. Is it Vegas in Pittsburgh? Vegas in Pittsburgh. We're going back to Vegas Hines. in Pittsburgh. Over 47, I know this sounds weird, but listen to my probably unrational rationale. Vegas's defense to me is atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. What does that mean to me? This is a game 
where if Big Ben is going to show that he has anything left, this is his chance to do that. I think they're going to go. I think Najee Harris is going to pound the ball because he didn't look so great in week one. Obviously, yes, Pittsburgh has talent. I, I hate Pittsburgh. They have talent. They have receivers. They have Najee Harris, who is incredible in college. I can't believe him. Big Ben is atrocious. But if there's a game where he's going to show up and do something, it's going to be against Vegas, who's probably coming off a little bit of a hangover, no pun intended. Crazy finish on Monday night. Traveling to Pittsburgh, I think their defense is going to – I think Pittsburgh's going to score a lot of points in this game, which is crazy for me to say because I just talked about how they're not scoring any points this year. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. And then I think Vegas, I think they're just – I think they're a gunslinger team in my eyes. I think they're going to score some points too. I could see both teams ending up in the 20s. And if both teams end up in the 20s, I'm sweating over 47. I like it. Let's go 28-24 final score. Wow. That's what I'll go with. I, I obviously can't chirp because I'm obsessed with the fact that you're giving any attention to my I Pittsburgh know. Steelers. I it's know. crazy. I know. People must think, like, am I listening to the morning tilt? Is there a sub in? Who is this? Is this Rafa? It can't be him. I know. But let me say this. Um, this week, I see the logic. I get it. I think if you bet the under in every single Steelers game this year, you will make a shit ton of money. And I'll tell you why. The defense is amazing and the offense will struggle. It's that simple. Bet under every single game. We will win tight games. We will lose tight games. Maybe this week, no. I hope for your sake, no. But if you want to be profitable, bet the under. Crazy. Take Like the Steelers? Hate it. I'm not a huge fan of it either, but I can see it being one of those games that no one touches. Yep. And it's like one of those games Vegas thinks, okay, no one's going to touch this number, but it's going to just hit. I think it's just you the number I mean? is so – the number's screaming under, and 47 is not a lot of points anymore in the NFL. Like overs that you see like – They just seen Big Ben last week, and they just know they're not scoring. But that's the re- – they look so bad. Yeah. I just think it's time for a bounce back against a team who's traveling across the country, not a good defense to begin with, and I think Vegas is going to score points against this defense. Obviously, there's going to be turnovers. There could be a defensive touchdown here. I think there's a lot of potential for action in this game. Yeah. And just to be clear, I, I don't think I've ever wanted you to hit a pick more on the morning tilt. Than, I appreciate than it. Look, I'm, I'm genuinely I'm, I, I, I'm wishing you all the best. I'd love to see everyone calls me a homer, a hater, whatever. At the end of the day, I bet with my bank account. My bank account makes the picks. I looked at this game. I think I like it. I'm going to ride it. Love it's it. a weird pick for me. Crayfish. It is a very weird pick for you, but it opens the gates for my pick. And I'm going to go the same rationale as last week with the Chiefs Browns. I'm taking the highest total on the board. Cowboys, Chargers, I'm not afraid of the number, over 55. Everybody watch Thursday Night Football. Ezekiel Elliott touches the ball five times. If, da- if Dak has the ball in his hands for 60 times, I'm confident they'll score 30 points. And we also saw the flip side where their defense let up 30. What did the Bucks score, 34 or something okay. like that? Their defense still stinks. We have Herbert. We have Keenan Allen at home in a weak matchup. I like both teams to get in the 30s. I'm not even kidding. I think this goes over 60. I'm like, I love the over 55. Love it. Yeah, I like those two offenses as well. Um, I'm going back to my survivor pick, and I'm going to Monday Night Football. Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions over 48. Let me be clear. The Packers are going to steamroll this team. I genuinely think they're going to score 30 points at least. And I didn't mind what I saw from the Lions last week, even in garbage time. I thought... Golf was moving the ball. You know, Swift looked okay. Um, uh, revenge game for Jamal Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Which <Look>. I love. <laughs> Overs hitting garbage he actually, time. He actually got a lot of playing time. Yeah, he got a lot of playing time. It was garbage time, so it's hard to say. But I, I genuinely see this game being, you know, 35-17. Um, something like that. Or 35-20. Overs hitting garbage time. I, I, uh, yeah. That's when overs hit. Yeah, bl- blowouts are great for over, except for when you got the cards and there's not one point scored in the fourth quarter. But <laughs> other than that, uh, I feel pretty good about that. So um, just, to, just to summarize, if you're riding the over-the-rainbow ticket, we have Cowboys and Chargers over 55, Lions at Green Bay on Monday Night Football over 48.5, and, and the Steelers at home to the Las Vegas Raiders. That just sounds so weird to say. I love it, though. Over 47. It's picks time. Picks. It's picks time. I want to start. Go ahead. I get it. I went one and four. Let's go, Creerog. Let let's people get down. on the train. Like, like, wake up. I let people down. But let's flip. Say with me. Let's flip Let's it. turn the page. Turn let's the page, turn the page. Baby. Turn the page. I'm changing the Insta bio right now. There's a Week lot of, two. 
this season's got chap. This is like a Harry Potter novel. We're going. We're just starting. Ride with Kree Rob. Lock in, and here we go. Pittsburgh Steelers minus five <laughs> and a half at home. Las Vegas Raiders. Love it. Rafa, smash you over. No explanation there. They're at home. They're looking good. The defense is great. Can't see a world where Vegas gets more than 17 points. Um, trust the defense to drive one to two turnovers, give Ben good position, and Najee Harris is a freak. He played 100% of snaps, by the way, in week one. Take that in. Pretty crazy. It's not a bad stat. My second pick is I'm going to the Dallas Cowboys plus three and a half in L.A. I loved what I saw from them in week one. To me, this is a must-win game for Dallas in a division that's going to be very close, very winnable game. To me, I see very similar teams. Like I feel like the Chargers are the Cowboys of the AFC. You know, Very, very similar teams. Um, it's a great comparison, kind of. I don't yeah. know why, but I kind of felt that. Yeah, Cowboys plus three and a half. Uh, I think this is also a game that Zeke wakes up 15 to 20 carries, 90 to 100 yards on a touchdown. That's when they're best. Yeah. That's when they're best. They'll lean, uh, Zach Martin's back this week yeah, as well. Yeah, he is. So lean on that. Look for the run game to pick up. Cowboys plus three and a half. I don't see how anybody listening to this podcast, anybody that I know, anybody that I've ever spoken to doesn't take this pick. If you don't, I don't think you watch football. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to beat Baltimore on Sunday night by, I think, 17 to 20 points. <laughs> have you seen Patrick Mahomes play football? Three and a half is a steal. I wouldn't be shocked if this gets to six and a half, seven by Sunday. Vegas are the biggest Baltimore Ravens homers ever. They love Lamar Bigger Jackson. Bigger than me? Bigger than you. Vegas loves Baltimore. This is Patrick Mahomes. He Did you watch him on Sunday? He is an alien. He is so good at football. It's unbelievable. They are going to dominate. Take him three and a half. I promise you this pick is going to hit. If it doesn't, I don't know what I'll do on the podcast. I don't know. I, this would be my lock any day of the week, but we'll get there. Here's my uh, sweat of the week. I'm going to take the New York football Jets. Don't ever compare the Giants <laughs> to the Jets. Yeah, that was, that was weird. That didn't sound right. The new, You're right. That sounded really bad. Fireman Ed. <laughs> the New York Jets plus six at home against the Mac Jones-led New England Patriots. I love plus points in divisional games. I couldn't tell. Love them. Love them. And I genuinely think that Zach Wilson is going to have a great home opener. Um, and they're going to cover it. They're, they might lose, but they're going to cover it. Can I be it. honest with you? Yeah. I love the pick. I hope it wins really bad. I'm so sick of looking at these, like, you know, San Fran minus three and a half on the road versus the Eagles. Like, take a home team. Trust the home team in their home opener. They're getting points. They'll stay competitive. So, again, Steelers minus five and a half. Cowboys plus three and a half. Chiefs minus three and a half. And the New York Jets plus six at home. Greggy. Yeah, I'll take it over. I wanted to say this point when you were explaining the Chiefs, but I thought I'd save it for my turn. I think Mahomes is 12 and 0 in September. 12 or 13 and 0 in September. And you're going to tell me that he just needs to win by three points. So I'm going to take the 12 and 0 record and win by a field goal. I'm going to take those odds every single day of the week. The guy is totally, totally amazing. I understand they're going into Baltimore, Sunday night football, big stage, yada, yada, yada. Baltimore's not even on the same stratosphere as this team. Take the Chiefs minus three and a half. They go 2-0 and easily. One of my favorite bets of the week, one of my favorite games of the week, not actually games of the week to watch, but to bet, is the Bengals plus two and a half in Chicago. I loved what I saw last week against Minnesota, the resilience, the growth in that team. Joe Burrow looks absolutely fantastic coming off that knee injury. The young receivers are coming into form. Joe Mixon looked good for the first time in two years. The defense actually looked pretty good. I love the Bengals here getting points. And again, we saw Andy Dalton play last Sunday night against the Rams. He is atrocious. Just check downs to Allen Robinson and who else. I love the Bengals here getting points. I'm going to take another under. I'm going to stick with the under train. I think I just hate Seattle. Titans are in Seattle. Hate Seattle and their offense. And the Tennessee Titans looked absolutely horrendous last week. It could be an overreaction. I could be falling into a trap. But it is a lot of points. It's under 54.5. So I'm going to sweat it out. I think Seattle gets the win. Maybe like a 24-20 type of win. Nice. Um, I'm going to start off with my favorite bet of the week. Far and away my favorite bet of the week, actually. Because I was so impressed with what I saw last week. And I think this team is underrated. Scary good. I mean, like, playoff potential good. <laughs> 
I'm going to take the Denver Broncos minus six on the road in Jacksonville. Teddy covers. I have so many reasons why I'm doing this. Let's hear it. Option, I'll start it off with Jacksonville's offense. Rookie quarterback Trevor Lawrence, second game ever, going up against this Denver defense. I feel like Denver has a good defense every year since I've been born. 26 years. <laughs> has Denver ever had a bad defense in 26 years? I'm being honest. Their defense is always good. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a lot of trouble scoring. Flip the script to Denver's offense. Yes, they lost Jerry Judy. It's a big loss. Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, Teddy, two gloves, covers. Week in, week out, this guy just covers spreads. I think Denver's going to score a lot of points on this Jacksonville defense that Tyrod Taylor was able to just tear up with Brandon Cooks and another receiver I've never heard of before. Um, I think Denver's going to find a lot of success scoring in this game, and I think Jacksonville's going to have a lot of trouble scoring in this game. Double-digit win for Denver on the road. I think Denver's a team to watch to make the playoffs in the wild card. Pick number two, I'm a homer, but I like it. Saints minus three and a half on the road in Carolina. That half point is probably going to fuck me, but I don't care. I'm going to take the Saints. I'm so impressed at what I saw week one. I don't want to overreact just yet. Carolina barely squeaked out a, a cover and a win against the Jets, who are not very good. Um, yes, McCaffrey's going to be a problem. Yes, I love Robbie Anderson and Sam Darnold, but I think the Saints defense was so impressive against Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones last week, I think every guy just named, other than Christian McCaffrey, everybody else on this offense is worse. Um, Saints defense hopefully shows up again. And let's see Jameis. Let's see Jameis in action against some real cornerbacks on Carolina. A lot of weapons for the Sa- on the Saints, obviously. I think the Saints are going to pull this one out. I think they're going to win by a touchdown. I'm a little scared about that half a point if it comes down to a field goal, but I'm taking it. Um, again, my other favorite team, my other lover, my mistress, the Rams, minus three and a half in Indy. I hate Indy. I, I thought I'd love Indy. I love Carson Wentz. I think their defense stinks. Um, I think it's overrated. I'm going to take the Rams to just, again, just – dominate the ball over the top i think they're going to throw the ball consistently over the top 20 yards 20 yards 20 yards i think they're going to be they're going to overwhelm indianapolis with how good they are i think sean mcveigh is going to out coach frank reich on the colts um i'm going to bet the rams every week this year pretty much unless they unless it's just a crazy game i'm going to bet the rams every week with the points and again i think we're all in accordance here chiefs um unless this is just the biggest trap game since since i started gambling um three and a half <laughs> the Chiefs, like the the, the Kansas City Chiefs, are three and a half point favorites against a team that lost in overtime to Vegas twice. They lost in overtime twice. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. How are they covering three and a half? I don't see. I don't see Baltimore being in this game at all. I think the Chiefs are gonna roll over this defense. Obviously, Marcus Peters is out. The Ravens have zero rushing game. Lamar Jackson can't throw a football. Still, I think it's gonna be a blowout, just like you guys said. Total blowout. You've just witnessed a rarity. The first time in TMT history where all three of us have the exact same pick. And the second time that that's going to happen is right now when we discuss the coveted lock ticket. Max, I love your picks. Craig, Thank I love you. your picks. Thank you. We're going to bounce back. This is going to be the week. I just we have just the weekend here. I don't need to bounce back. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to bounce back. <laughs> you were phenomenal. You, you, you were phenomenal. Well, I got I to gotta rub you it off a little bit. You 100%. Know? I got you're sweating 100%. great. No, you're right. You're right. 100%. I back it. Anybody, like, we have two minutes. Like, I just want to brief the log ticket. Paint the picture. Let me paint a picture for you. And then quickly turn the page. I'm going to paint a picture and then <laughs> turn the page. This log ticket is rare. This is the first log ticket in TMT history where there's a different sport other than NFL football. Here's the log ticket. It's called the TMT Miami Special. It's a two-teamer. You're going to take the University of Miami, Florida at home versus the Michigan State Spartans, minus six. You're going to parlay it mm. with the road team, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills at Hard Rock Stadium, minus three and a half. And you are going to sweat a home team, and then you're going to sweat TMT being loud at Hard Rock on third downs. The Buffalo Bills are going to bounce back and beat Miami. I'm going to fight to tease it to minus three because I can't even imagine. I, if, you, if you tease it to three, I, I Max, can't even imagine. If he teases to three, he's not coming on the flight with us. You are not coming to Miami if with us. If you fucking dare. If you dare tease that spread gonna, on a lock. What's going to be amazing? What's going to be amazing? 
everybody knows what the log ticket is. We will be live streaming and accepting live stream invitations oh, to yeah. sweat with us. Join in. In Hard Rock. Oh, it's going to be so You heard good. it here first. We're if, bringing, you, <laughs> if you send if us You have proof, to send us the ticket, yes. If you send us proof that you are sweating the TMT Miami ticket, you can live stream us into your sweat on your couch, and we will pick up no matter where we are. Yes. I am bringing a knapsack full of portable chargers to answer your FaceTimes <laughs> at all hours of the day if you show us the ticket. If my head is stuck in a seat at the Hard Rock from just being a, just an animal, I will answer. And when you listen to this, DM us and tell us. Give us a time. Hey, I want to sweat with you in the fourth. We'll be ready. Yep. And we'll be screaming. And we'll be sweating. Oh, my God. It's going to be so fun. You guys, next week you're in for a treat because you're getting the debrief. Holy shit. We love you. Enjoy week two. Enjoy college Saturday. Mm. And enjoy what you're about to see on Insta. TMT is going to Miami. Oh, my God. See you later.